This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. This is Sports Charlotte, the podcast about sports in Charlotte. My name is Herb White. I'm Editor-in-Chief at the Charlotte Post. And it is Friday, December 29, two days before the start of a new year. And football recruiting is in full swing, even at Division Two, where Johnson C. Smith is trying to parlay a successful season of seven and four into success on the recruiting trail. Shortly after their final game of the season at the Florida Beach Bowl, I had a chance to catch up with. Golden Bulls coach Maurice Flowers to talk about recruiting and where he wants to go in terms of restocking what is a fairly full roster right now uh, with the Golden Bulls. And in that conversation, we talked about need areas and perceptions in terms of how JCSU is now seen as a potential landing spot for players who are in the transfer portal as well as high school recruits. And this is that conversation. Obviously, you're already recruiting, so there is that part of the season where it is true, football never ends. (laughs) That's the truth. Uh, We we hit the ground running as soon as uh, we got back. Uh, We've had some recruits on campus. some potential mid-year uh, transfers from the transfer portal. So that's what we're entertaining um, and looking to just make next year's Golden Bulls team even stronger. In terms of the re- recruiting, uh, I know your first year you loaded up on high school kids for development purposes. Uh, mm-hmm. the second year, it was still a pretty good number of high school kids, but there were more coming in from the portal. Uh, what is this year? Is this the year where there's going to be more emphasis on the portal to get over the hump, or will it continue on that high school development and sprinkling transfers? It's going to continue pretty much with, with what you just said, Herb. Um, because of my background and because of the high school football in our area, we know that we have to always be a high school more uh, I mean, more of a high school-centered recruiting school than transfer portal um, because it also goes with the, the, the thought that, you know, we it's a college program, but we look at it somewhat as a very um, skilled high school program in that we look at the high, the high school guys that come in, they don't have the pressure of having to come in and looking to play right now immediately. That was taken care of by our first recruiting class. Guys like Jacob Newman and uh, Jalen Alexander, two Charlotte guys that happened to be teammates from South Meg High School. Because of where the program was, they, they were freshmen that had to play. This past season, the freshmen did not have to play, which is a sign of good recruiting and good development. And then also when we hit the portal herb, we, we go for strategically, we go for now positions, players. If we go to the portal, there's no development there. They just have to learn the system. And that's, you know, college football is a business, but when we go to the transfer portal, it's it's a business move. 
meaning we see it, we like it, and we expect immediate dividends from our investment. So we don't really, when we go to the portal, we're not looking for those guys to come in and, hey, we'll see what looks what looks like in a year or two, you know, like we do with high school freshmen. We want those portal guys to come in and challenge for playing time and starting positions immediately. And that's what we're doing now. We have some key areas. We, we identify what we call key recruiting areas, key, key need, need positions. And right now we see our need position uh, as a, a quarterback and offensive line. And on the defensive side, it's really just cornerback or safety. Um, so that's where we are, Her. And when you talk about uh, quarterback, obviously, you know, for the second straight year, uh, third stringer winds up playing a lot at the end of the year. Uh, is that where you know, this recruiting class now gives you an opportunity to, if not wipe the slate clean, at least reset it where if you can get that stud quarterback who can throw the ball accurately, it gives mm-hmm. your offense even more opportunity to to put points up. Oh, I, 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 it just really goes with what our recruiting plan has been from from the start, or we, what we did know, even though it looked kind of off at the beginning, was you're going to win with defense. And that's what we did in our recruiting plan was we knew we wanted to make sure that defense was taken care of. And if you look at it, Herb, I mean, to have one of the top defenses in Division Two, we've done that. And so offensively, we felt like, you know, we that we had a quarterback and a backup that were going to be able to – really be the band-aid off, so to speak, even though, you know, good court, not saying anything against the talents, but not give us the ability to not have to play young quarterbacks and go with the older guys. Unfortunately, they were injured, but we that's really a position that a quarterback that we really didn't attack. We really built everything except that. And so now we get a chance, like you said, to reset the quarterback position a little bit and also – those guys that play, they gain some valuable experience. Um, and we just, you know, Jameer Cherry, he came in as the never seven quarterback. And so what that really says is that, you know, our, he, he worked past some young men. And, and it also says that, yeah, we took some injuries uh, and had to play some young men that we didn't want to play. Robert Adams, you know, he was look, we were all playing with the red shirt Robert Adams this year. And then once we, you know, had two injuries, at number one and number two, he was, you know, he was one that was thrust in there. So really, after game two, our offense totally changed um, from what we normally know it to be uh, in, in terms of quarterback play and offensive production and really offensive system. And, you know, when you look at our offense, her, you know, our playmakers, for the most part, that guys that are going to change the game, they were on the outside. You know, Reggie Bryant, all CIAA in 21. Revin Caldwell, all CIAA in 22. And you see the development of Tyreek Tyreek Williams this year had a bunch of big plays. Dante Baker had a bunch of big plays for us. Uh, Tyler Schultz, a transfer from a Noah Ryan. Uh, just a number of guys that you – know, and then there's, a, there's a number of other guys that we have a receiver that you really just could not – have the impact that they could make just because of the inexperience at the quarterback position and how we had to adjust our game. And so, you know, we're looking that we've already started and already got a couple of commitments uh, from the quarterback position. And, you know, we, we know where our areas of concern are on the team. And looking to, you know, if you just look at the the, the, uh, the Florida Beach Bowl, that game, it really looked like 
a bunch of games that we played this season. Defense played well enough to win. Special teams played well with, uh, with a couple of hiccups. And offensively, just didn't put anything consistent together. And so, Herb, if you look at the game, is is as sputtery as the offense was, with seven minutes left, we could have pulled it within 23 to 17. We're within a couple of yards from pulling it to 23 to 17 and now having an opportunity to go win with the la- on the last series of the game. So we know that we're very, very, very close to getting this thing all the way turned around. But you hit the nail on the head, Herb, with what you said about how we're recruiting. And, uh, and so, Herb, you, you just, you just look at how we built the team. We're, we're, we built defense first, and now it's getting ready to be some offensive key pieces that we had. Yeah. So, in short, you're one stud quarterback away from being a better team next year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, Herb, you did. But we know we have a couple of positions, Herb, that, are, that can really help turn our program around. And, Herb, you, you know, the quarterback position just has to play better. Uh, and that is, you know, you got, you've got to get the ball to open receivers. And, and, and our offensive line, they play better when they're, when, you know, they're, they're able to, you know, pass for some when a defense just can't say, hey, you're getting ready to run, run, run. And so that's what we have to find. We have to have, find some consistency at quarterback at, uh, at, at completing balls. And our receiving core will be even better this season. We've got some commitments from some uh, transfer-wide receivers, and we've got a great core coming back. Um, Herb, we're looking for next season to really be a, a breakout season. Herb, we, we've got nine starters on defense set to come back. Uh, we lose senior Jacoby Clement at corner, and we lose uh, senior Dirk Curitan, um, who was our cornerback slash uh, nickelback. And, so, and on offense, we lose a couple of offensive linemen starters. And, uh, you know, and we lose Reggie Bryant. So, Herb, we have eight starters coming back on offense, nine coming back on defense, Herb. And so we, we feel that next season we should, we should have a, we'd be prepared to have a better season than we did this year. And then the experience that we gained with the bowl, the biggest thing that you had, Herb, when you take over a program that hadn't had a lot of success, you have to gain experience in playing in big games. And our young men have. Um, I think anything that we see in the future, we're going to be prepared for it even more because of the experience that we gained. And Herb, you just look at it. We we put some points on the board, Herb. It's it's uh, you know, it's it's a, it's 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 going to be a lot of trouble for some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk about that offensive line, you, you mentioned that you're losing a couple of starters there. Uh, even does that mean then that again, uh, you're more likely to go to the portal to get those more experienced people who can plug in immediately and become starters? Or is there room for a high school player to come in and start for you as a freshman? Yeah, Herb, that's our formula, Herb, is, uh, you know, we don't guarantee anyone a starting position. But, you know, we we have, in our recruiting, we've got some offensive linemen that we recruited in our first recruiting class that should be challenging for those starting positions. And Herb, you're right about the transfer portal. It's offensive linemen that can come in and, and look to what we call plug and play uh, right now to try to earn that starting position because those high school guys that have had a couple of years to grow in the system and know the system, they're not going to just give that position away. So there's going to be competition 
there for for those offensive line positions. And so we we look forward to bringing some guys in at mid-year like we did last year. Our starting center right now is Josh Beatty, transferred into us from Limestone, a very good program. And Josh Beatty won the starting job in the spring and, and started for us all 11 games. Look at our left tackle, Kyle Eastep. He transferred into us at mid-year. Started all 11 games for us. So, Herb, when we go to the transfer portal, we want guys to come in and compete for starting jobs. We're not going to the transfer portal to develop guys. You know, we're going to develop them in the off season. We want guys that come in in the transfer portal to challenge for playing time immediately. And, of course, we do a lot of vetting with the young men and hoping uh, to just, just, just trying to just peel all the layers back to make sure we find the right fits that will fit our, our culture also. Which is which is really very important to us. We just don't go say, "Hey, we like him because he's a good football player." We have to make sure that the character is where we want it, and also his GPA. You know, we we want to recruit quality student athletes, and so uh, we went through a lot of that while the bowl was going on and that preparation, and and then we come back from the bowl. Heck, we we've, we've got official visits set up for some guys from the in the transfer portal. So um, that's that's what we're looking for: some guys to come in and, and fight to be starters right now. And also on the defensive side, uh, you mentioned that you that you lose a couple of guys from the secondary. Everybody else is back, but that linebacker group looks really good. Uh, is that a group that won't get as much attention in terms of the recruiting, or is there still a piece or two that you would like to put in place? We look at look at our linebacking core. Well, first I'll start with the D line. We rotated six defensive tackles and six defensive ends and all of those guys are back um and then her we are a linebacker her will have four seniors next year so that would be uh second team all ciaa jack smith who and jack smith was uh selected for the legacy bowl um for hbcus division one and division two but jack has another year to play so he's turned that down to come back and really try to raise his draft stock and so then you've got Will Backer, Benari Black, who was first team all CIAA. And then you've got Corey Alexander, and Corey uh, transferred into us from um, Georgia Military College. So, And then you have Gerald Nathan, who transferred into us from the University of Missouri, who's a Charlotte native, uh, Chambers High School. So those four, our Mike and Will Backer is, is set. But what we're doing, what we would look to fill those guys is we're bringing in some high school linebackers so that, now they can learn from those upperclassmen. And when those upperclassmen leave out, we've got some linebackers trained up to step in. So that's right now. And then if we feel like we need to go to the portal to get some older guys, we'll cross that bridge after the season next year, after the 24th season. But the linebacking core right now, those guys are strong, and they're going to have a, a great offseason. And look for our defense to be even better next year. And you, you can't – really talk about this season without the huge leap that special teams made this year uh, yes. where you got freshmen as a kicker and the punter and long snapper and long snapper yeah and yes. you, you never noticed the long snapper until he made one mistake in yeah. the Florida Beach Bowl but talk a little yes. bit about how that group uh, a develop and how and, and whether you are going to look to make some improvements and upgrades there. 
Yeah, I, well, I tell you, the, the upgrade with the special teams goes with the improvement of the entire football program, Herb. Um, if you look at our special teams group, there's a lot of guys that are starters or second teamers that play. Um, and that's, that's a competition to be there, to be on those special teams. And we put a lot of time on it. It's not like we, we just draw it up on the board and go out and do it one time and, and hope they do well. We spend a lot of time in our special teams and, and you can tell that we do by the production that they, that they give us on each weekend. And then you look at, um, you know, our long snapper been solid all year long. And then, you know, he has this one mistake, uh, that, that he's had all season. I know he's, he's already beating himself up about it and looking to improve one of James Lyons. But, you know, you could just see the improvement with, with, with our, with that long snapper, the, what we call the, the, uh, time from the snap to the hold to the kick. It's one of the lower ones in the NCAA and, and their operation time. And then you look at the kicker, Alejandro. My goodness, Alejandro, he's, you know, we, we didn't see the best of Alejandro this year. He only missed one kick, but the best of Alejandro, he's, we feel like when we get, when we cross the 50, we're in range. And so, uh, you know, you saw him kick a 49 yarder, I believe, against, uh, I believe it was St. Aug or it might have been Livingstone, uh, but he kicked a 49 yarder that had at least eight to 10 yards distance on it still. That would have been good from. So Alejandro, we just look for him to continue to make improvements, uh, with, with his accuracy and just his overall development as a kicker. So we do look to add, we're going to add a kicker or a punter. We'll probably add a punter because to take some stress off Alejandro because Alejandro, you know, as the season went on because the, the, injury to Christian Benitez, Alejandro took on both the kicking duties. So we want to try to lighten his load. And so we'll probably bring in a punter, but our, our special teams won a lot of games for us too. I mean, our defense and special teams, they, they were solid all year. And Herb, um, I, as you look back at all 11 games, there's all 11 games. We feel like our defense and special teams, they played good enough to win. Uh, it was just the offensive production, you know, just wasn't as consistent as it needed to be all of the time. And, and a lot of that, Herb, is like uh, we just didn't get the ball to some of our game changers as much as we needed, would have liked to. Um, you know, it really surprised me at the end of the season that that Reggie Bryant was at 44 or 46 completions and Brevin Caldwell was at 51. I really thought the production was lower than that. Um, but, but I'm just looking at our receiving core and what we're coming, what's coming back. Uh, you know, Jaden Lockhart, a speed demon who really is a guy that takes the top off, uh, transfer from Catawba. He'll be back with, uh, two years to, of, of, uh, NCAA eligibility left. I'm looking forward to him coming back and, you know, just, just so many others. I mean, our receiving core again is going to be a big strength for our ball club. And what we're, we're going to do is we're going to get better at the quarterback position. That's my job. I mean, you know, that's, that's my job. I, yes, I'm the head coach and, you know, I'm over every facet of the program, but, you know, when you look at the quarterback position, I'm a former quarterback and, you know, for the quarterback position to not play well, you know, I take that, uh, personally. I do. And, uh, but, but there are many different ways to win a ball game. And the way that we were playing this season was to play, to play good defense, play good special teams and offense was more of a ball control deal. Whereas, you know, totally different from my normal philosophy, which is we want to go as fast as we can, score as many points as we can, and be as explosive as we can. But we just weren't able to do it just because of inexperience. 
at the trigger man position. But those guys that play, they they gain some valuable experience. They'll get better. And and another thing that helps you get better is competition. And we're going to have a lot of competition at that position. Uh, you know, our plan is to bring in two quarterbacks at mid year, and uh, we're going to bring in two other uh, high school quarterbacks. So you know, that quarterback room is going to look real different to go to go along with some other guys so so yeah this uh this 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 quarterback room is getting ready to step up and it's going to get better because of a lot of the uh competition that's going to be there and the offensive line i'm looking for that competition i'm just looking for you know just competition everywhere to help make us better to keep building this program now you uh also you know you touched briefly on running back obviously the the Newman mm-hmm. brothers are still eligible and can come yeah. back. And then you had Shadim uh, McCullough. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess he got hurt later on in the year. Uh, yeah, will, he there, did. will there be any recruiting going on oh, there? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to bring in some more competition at that position. Yes, the Newmans are back. And, uh, you know, we, we brought in Shadim and we did not uh, bring in any running backs from the portal just because we, we knew we had the, the Newman brothers and we were bringing in a good core of freshmen. And so now that everyone's got a year older, we're going to, you know, bring in another tailback or two from high school ranks. And we're going to bring in someone from the portal also. And again, just competition for the position. And then, hey, just say hey, there's nothing wrong with having some a good stockpile of talent simply because, hey, injuries happen. And, you know, and we're, and we, we are definitely a, a sure example of that, that injuries happen. I mean, the quarterback position and heck, we were in the, in the bowl game and, and Tim Newman got shook up and we were really at one tailback, uh, with, uh, Jacob Newman. Now he, he was loving it because he got more touches, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, you know, we don't want to get caught in that position because we normally like to play three tailbacks a game, but we're going to bring some more in. Mm-hmm. And I guess also, Having the season that you did, seven and four, bowl invitation, uh, a good bit of buzz not only on campus but off campus, uh, is that something where now you can start to leverage that growing Johnson C. Smith football brand into getting those better players? And, and Smith doesn't have to be an athlete's last opportunity, mm-hmm. but it could be a really good opportunity, and you can get better players as a result. Yes, that's that's our goal. Uh, is is to just keep building off of the the momentum that we have right now. Um, I, I, Johnson C. Smith has has been for a lot of folks. It was it was the fallback. It was the backup plan. Is if I don't get this, then I'll do that. Well, we we want to move to the front of recruits and families' minds when it comes to getting a great education and playing some high level football. Um, so it, it's definitely helping with that. We can see from the type of players that are reaching out to us. I mean, we, we're getting a lot of, uh, you know, um, communication from some guys that are, you know, that, that normally probably possibly might not consider Johnson C. Smith um, as a possible landing spot. And so we, we uh, know that this comes from some of the success that we've had uh, and the exposure that we've gotten. I mean, to get the exposure that we had by going to the bowl game, is just a, a tremendous plus for not just the football program, but the university. And it's, it's going to help us uh, just grow the university through our enrollment. And then we're talking about enrollment. You're talking about also you're talking about gee whiz, uh, you know, student athletes that want to come also because the you know, city of Charlotte, we're, we're the 15th largest city 
in the nation, okay? And we have a lot to offer as far as with, you know, our education and then where you can get internships and then just going into the professional world. I mean, a lot of universities aren't accompanied by a city like Charlotte. And so we that's just another advantage of coming here. So we we just love it. We love it and we we're going to take advantage of it and we're going to keep building from it. I mean, I I just am, am so glad to to have the city of Charlotte that's really embracing us and you know the the mayor has done so much for us this is before I came that that you know Mayor Lyles has set up the 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 mayor's racial equity initiative to to in, encourage the businesses of of Charlotte and corporations to embrace Charlotte's HBCU which is Johnson C Smith University and so we just want to keep building from there uh for our university and and our and our athletics is is really going to be a byproduct of that for an improvement so that's really what you're seeing her mm-hmm. and even at that you're talking about uh Charlotte and the upstate of South Carolina, all that is right there in that Charlotte region. Is the brand improved in that area, or is Smith ready to do more than just that regional uh, oh, recruiting? We're, we're going to we consider upstate South Carolina Charlotte metro area. Um, the Charlotte, you know, you go to it takes 20 minutes to get to Rock Hill, okay, and then you keep going, you know, the upstate, you just go up to Columbia and all the cities that you pass through through there. You know, we we say we call the Charlotte metro area within 90 minutes of Charlotte, and you look at all the good football in North Carolina and South Carolina. If you look at our roster breakdown, there's almost almost 50 from the Charlotte metro area. Okay, and then you look at our next highest state, it's the state of Georgia. And the state of Georgia, uh, you, you know, it's arguably the top playing high school football state in the country. And then you look at our rosters, you know, we have about 18 from, uh, the city, the state of Florida. And by us going to the bowl, I mean, we had 70 high school recruits at the game from the state of Florida. Okay. So, so we, we did some quick work down there. We were already recruiting a number of them, but you know, our admissions team at JCSU did an outstanding job. Uh, but we also were, you know, there, there were some visits that went on, you know, just for us because we were in the area with a lot of high school coaches in the area down there in Florida. And, you know, we, we had a very good, uh, recruiting time while we were there and, and, uh, for the beach bowl. So we're, and that's going to help us with our recruiting also, but we, we're going to still continue to hit this, uh, upstate area and, and what we, with our recruiting plan. And, you know, that's, that's just it. We, we, the best, some of the best football in the state has played within, within an hour and a half of Charlotte. Some of the best football in two states is played within an hour and a half of Charlotte. And so, uh, that's, that's where we really are going to, you know, stick our horns in. So we're going to leave it right there for this special recruiting edition of Sports Charlotte with Johnson C. Smith football coach Maurice Flowers. Thank you for listening to Sports Charlotte and your support in 2023. And we look forward to getting with you again in 2024. Moving forward, check us out on our website, thecharlottepost.com, social media, and of course, Queen City Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. For everybody at the Charlotte Post, my name is Herb White. Thanks for listening. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.